I have teachers that will come in and be like, okay, I have 10 minutes left in my break. I have to go to the bathroom and I have to make copies, but first I need some Gia time. Can I just sit with her for a minute? I'm like, of course. And then she comes over, licks their face, or just like collapses and lays on them and um, demands they give her tummy rubs, which is her favorite. And I just leave with a smile and I can tell that it makes a big difference. I'm Phil Hatterman, and this is Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Today, we welcome back elementary school counselor Katie Reed and her school's therapy dog, Gia. She is one of many dogs that Warrior's best friend trains and provides for military organizations and K-12 schools. If you're new to Dog Words, in each episode, we explore the world of dog care and companionship. We save each other is the motto of Rosie Fund, which simply means the more we do for dogs, the more they do for us, and they already do a lot. You can support Rosie Fund by making a donation on our website or Facebook page. You can also contribute by making a purchase from the store on our website, buying a t-shirt at bonfire.com, or buying our note cards featuring Rosie and Peaches and our shirts on barkyours.com. Links are in the description. Your donations and purchases help fund the Rosie Life Starter Kits that make sure these senior and harder-to-adopt dogs have some of the items they'll need in their forever home. Any donation amount is greatly appreciated, but here are some popular levels. $30 provides a collar and a leash for a Rosie Life Starter Kit dog, and $100 covers their entire kit. You can also support Rosie Fund by downloading, subscribing, rating, and most importantly, sharing dog words. Follow us on social media, even if you aren't looking for a dog. Watching and sharing the videos helps our channel gain exposure, bringing awareness to our cause and giving shelter dogs much-needed attention. Our free Rosie Fund YouTube channel offers great videos of Rosie, Peaches, and shelter dogs looking for their forever home. We welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions, especially if you have an idea for a topic or guest. Go to the podcast page at rosiefund.org to share your thoughts. Next time on Dog Words, we meet Baby Girl, who waited in the shelter for over four years before picking her forever home. The mission of Rosie Fund is to provide humans with the resources and education they need to give senior and harder-to-adopt dogs a better life. We thank you for joining our mission. Today on Dog Words, we have an in-studio audience to enjoy my interview with Katie Reed. Welcome back to Dog Words, Katie. Thanks for having me. You were on several months ago, fall semester, for those people who are in school, to talk about Gia, who is... And again, what is her actual description? Service dog? Assist um, dog? Therapy dog slash facility dog. I should just let you say it instead of me guessing. No, guessing is fun too. <laughs> we were slow in getting started with the interview because in addition to Gia, we are dog sitting our nephew's dog, Tsunami, who is a one-year-old husky mix. And they were playing and running around the space and making lots of noise. And then as we started the interview, they both disappeared around the corner. I find that more disconcerting <laughs> than them making a lot of noise. It's them being out of sight and completely quiet was worrisome. So they've settled down a little bit. So, yeah, if you hear any noise in the background that sounds like dog tags or heavy breathing or barking or zoomies, now we're back to zoomies, that's Gia and Tsunami. You were just getting started with Gia when we last spoke on the podcast. <laughs> They're so cute. 
and I will link to that interview in the description for this episode so people can get all the background. But just a brief refresher, there was an opportunity for school personnel to have a dog, Mm -hmm. and you leaped on it, much to the chagrin of others who were not quite as prompt in their response to the offer. So you got Gia, Mm -hmm. and then there was training for you and Gia, Mm -hmm. and then other staff at the school who would be interacting with Gia to know what that would be. Yes. Other than that, there was not a, here's what you have to do with Gia. Here's Gia's schedule. Here's Gia's assignments. It was up to you to figure out how do I integrate her into your responsibilities as a grade school counselor. Yes. You were just getting started with that. So what did you learn over the course of a school year? Oh, my goodness. I did learn a lot. It's been a big growing and learning experience in general. I think just the biggest thing was giving myself grace to ease into having her at school. So making sure that I'm okay with not taking her into every single room every single day kind of thing. Easing her into greeting kids in the morning trying not to have too big of expectations for her because it's her first year and she's learning and we're learning and the kids are learning and the families are learning. So giving myself that grace to not have it be perfect and not just dive in head first. Not to oversimplify it, but Gia is a tool. She is. Mm-hmm. So it's just like when teachers first got VCRs. VCRs. <laughs> I'm a little older than Katie. But I remember when we made the shift to VCRs from film strips or the most wonderful days of the year when you would walk in and there would actually be a projector sitting Mm -hmm. in the classroom. But you get a VCR, that doesn't mean every class has to have a video component. You don't have to show a video every week. Right. Figure out how to best use it for your class, for what you're teaching. As a counselor, just the presence of Gia... I think is a benefit for those students who are comfortable with a dog. Mm -hmm. Not all are. And we talked about that in the last interview that parents have the the opportunity to opt out of GIA Mm -hmm. interaction. Did you have many who chose that option who changed their mind over the course of the year? I had one parent email me and say, it doesn't align with our religious beliefs and please make sure that she doesn't interact with my daughter. My daughter loves animals, so she'll probably conveniently forget Mm -hmm. that that's not what we do. But if you could make sure. And I was like, oh, of course, for sure. But then they ended up moving in a couple months. So that wasn't as big a thing as I was worried it was going to be. But I would just remind her, be like, oops, remember, let's just look, let's not pet. And she'd be like, okay. But I had some other parents ask me in person Mm -hmm. and say, my kid's not petting Gia, right? I was like, I don't think I've seen them pet Gia at all. They just kind of wave at her. And she's like, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so not everyone's comfortable with the dog, and mm-hmm. you can accommodate that. Not to put you on the spot, but have there been any bad interactions between Gia and staff or students? I can't say that there has been. Um, I've had some kids that haven't known their boundaries with Gia, We've gotten some fingers like straight up her nostril and to which she just like shakes her head and looks at them. Mm -hmm. Um, They've stepped on her tail. She hasn't nipped them or 
bit them or anything. Um, not, not every dog responds like that. Yeah, I'm very lucky in that case. And um, and some that waller her around and mm-hmm. get her really revved up. But when she gets, like, too excited and she, like, is jumping and stuff, then I'll have her, I'll be like, whoa, 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 we need to calm down. If only the kids were as well-trained as Gia. If only, if only. But you're working on that. It just takes longer with humans than it does with dogs. <laughs> they're, they're very early in their training, yes. and she has been through her training. So eventually yes. they'll catch up. It's that seven-year thing. Like the dogs are seven years for every one of ours. So, yeah, she's fully developed, and eventually the kids will catch up. For sure. What were the programs or opportunities that you implemented with Gia, both that worked and that didn't work. And In our school, we give out positive points for great behavior, for being respectful, responsible, and safe. Those are our three big rules at our school. So when kids do that, then we give them dojo points. It's through this program called Class Dojo, and they get points for doing those things. And then they can turn in those positive points for prizes from our prize matrix, which is anything from like a fancy pencil to lunch with an adult or picture with a friend. And so we put Gia on there as read to Gia, where they can come and read one of their leveled books to Gia, take a walk with Gia, with me, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's Noob. the dog that I'm responsible for. Yeah. Um, and then in April, we did a bonus one where they could spend 100 dojos to get a picture with Gia. And we had 1,700 dojos turned in for wow. that. So we had like 170 kids buy a picture with Gia. And with that, we would print off on an eight and a half by 11 color picture. We'd laminate it with our laminator and they'd get to take it home. And then we also put them up on bulletin boards. We started with one bulletin board and we ended up with four by the end of the month. The kids loved it. They absolutely just. So the district's office is looking at the budget. Why does this school need so many bulletin boards? (laughs) Right. Why are they going over budget on bulletin boards? How do they have so much laminate? That's being used, but... So so Gia was popular with the kids. Oh my gosh, they're obsessed. They're obsessed, and they're so good. Yesterday, I actually went by summer school and took her with me because I had some friends be like, are you coming up? And the kids were like, oh, Gia, I thought you weren't here this summer, Miss Reed. And I'm like, I'm just visiting, I'm just visiting. And they've gotten to the point where Gia's like old hat. They are excited to see her, and they want to pet her, and they're like, oh, she's so soft. Oh, she's so cute. She's gotten so much bigger. She hasn't. No. She, but she's full grown when she showed she, up. She's exactly the same, maybe a couple pounds heavier. Thank you, treats. But then I just kind of let her roam around, and they're just kind of like, oh, hey, Gia. And then they go back to work, and they're like, oh, hey. It's really cute to see. That's a good interaction for them to have with dogs, to appreciate the dog but not obsess over it. I do have some that are very obsessed. And it's cute, and it's okay. <laughs> it's cute, and it's okay. But you still have to get your work done just because there's a beautiful dog there. True. Has Gia changed at all over the course of the year? Yeah. She's obsessed with our kids. She loves them. They are her babies. She'll always want to um, get pets from them. She wants to lick them in the face. They're always, quote, quote, surprised because they'll put their face by hers and she'll lick their face. They're like, she licked my face. Every single day you put your face by her face and she licks your face. Every single day I tell you, she's going to lick your face. But she just has gotten so much better at like walking in the halls and not being as scared of the bathrooms when we walk by. And she's just grown into being really 
used to school. I mentioned earlier that she had training for that environment, Mm -hmm. but not as extensive training as a service dog where they have months of intensive training Mm -hmm. so that nothing throws them, nothing distracts them. So she's had to pick that up on her own and just get used to this environment. And it's great that she's flexible in that way because not every dog would be. Right. That she's adapted, so good for her. Anything you tried that either didn't work or, okay, we need to rethink how we are doing that, either application of Gia or interaction with Gia? We still have things that we need to work on. Gia is still very much a dog. She's trained. You're, you're probably is... not going to change that. Right, no. But <laughs> and she's... we don't want to. <laughs> right. Um She's trained and she's really good when she's at school and when she's on, like has her vest on and she has an idea of what she's doing and we're doing normal stuff. But when we go outside, we still kind of pull sometimes and we can get distracted by things. So I think we'll just grow into skills even more. And remind our our listeners how old Gia is. She's three and a half. So that's an adult dog. Mm Mm-hmm. And dogs of any age can learn new behaviors, mm-hmm. are trainable. But particularly three and a half, that's still kind of figuring out the world. Yeah. And she was a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. So there might have been some lost time at the beginning there where she wasn't getting a sure. lot of training and socialization. For sure. So she's really great with meeting new people. She loves kids. She's really good with babies. My um, principal's brought her baby up before, and she just grabs her face and Gia doesn't nip or bite and kids step on her tail. She doesn't nip. She'll look at him, but she doesn't get upset with him or anything. Well, just watching her today with Tsunami, when they first interacted, it was curiosity and then a little bit overwhelmed because Tsunami is high energy Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure what to do with this crazy dog's energy. And they played, but now they've kind of figured each other out and they're still interacting and there's some boops and some sniffs. And some chats some going on that we don't know tsunami what they're saying. Trying to communicate. This is how I want to play. And then some swats from Gia that here's how I want to play. <laughs> so, yeah, she's a smart girl. She's figuring things out. We talked about some of your colleagues missed the boat. Mm-hmm. Not realizing you got to have your ducks in a row. If you want one of these dogs for your school, yeah, you can't just wait around when the offer comes. Are there any that have been able to take advantage of it this time around? Was there another offer of dogs? I think they're constantly just keeping a list and taking names and working from there. I do know that a lot of my counselor friends have said, oh my gosh, this makes me definitely want to do it. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to get my dog trained. And um, and so I said, feel free to come and hang out with me for a day and see how it goes. I mean, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of thinking about her, and she doesn't just roam the building. That's not how it goes. Yeah. Unlike the VCR, you can't just wheel her into the corner and walk away. Right, right. And I don't just, like, drop her off in classrooms. I mean, I see it as she's my responsibility, my liability. She's my charge. So everything that she does reflects on me and my program. So I'm going to make sure that I am taking care of her mm-hmm. all the time. So I think eventually 
when she's older and even more established in the building. I mean, she's very established in the building, but when she's like, this is Mm -hmm. years under her belt, I think we can loosen up some things, but she's never going to just roam the halls and be whatever. So, Yeah, she's not a guard dog. Uh -uh. I'm roaming the perimeter. I'm keeping an eye on things. She's a partner. Yes, she is. And she's, I mean, gosh, she's just grown like smart wise this whole year. At the beginning of the year, I started, I had like a baby gate at my door and then that was cumbersome and we had like a fire drill. And so I took it down, but then we'd have the door cracked, but then I hate having my door closed. It Mm -hmm. just, so I'd have it open and then we worked really hard on training her to, to like stop at the doorway. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she figured that out real fast. And by the end of the year, I'd be like going to get copies and I forgot to close the door and I'd come back. She's just sitting at the threshold Mm -hmm. looking for me with those big puppy dog eyes and I'd be like, oh, oh, no, I forgot to close the door. And so, and the kids are great, too, because I usually put, like, a magnet in the door. Mm-hmm. And because having to unlock my door all the time is annoying. And I'm lazy. So um, when it comes to that. So they'll come in, they'll be like, oh, Miss Reed's not here. Hi, Gia. And then they'll let go. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had any weird interactions. Like, we have great kids. And they love her and they want her to stay, so they don't want to get her in trouble. Yeah, they true. don't want to ruin it. Mm-hmm. How has her life changed outside of the school building? By extension, how has your life changed? Because you'd only had her for a couple months when we first spoke about this. Now right. you've had her for almost a year. Oh my gosh, almost a year. Yeah, I got her the first day of school. Bella came from Warriors Best Friend Foundation and stayed the whole week and helped train. Her how to, like, be on her bed while I'm doing my lessons. And then, so, how's my life changed? It just, I don't know. She brings so much joy. My parents love her. All my friends love her. I'm obsessed with her. She's just such a good dog. And you it's hard to believe that she's, like, a rescue, right? Mm-hmm. But she was, like, on the streets, like, twice. She got adopted from the SPCA, Greater Plains SPCA, like, twice. She was brought back twice. And so, she doesn't. Typically, um, piddle or poo in the house. She doesn't need to be kenneled. She doesn't mess with any of my stuff at school. I have so many stuffies at school because that's a problem in my life. And kids like them, so I get them. But she only plays with her toys, and she, to which she destroys. Destroys her toys, but doesn't mess with any of my stuff. It's, I don't know how she knows the difference. I should point out that the barking you hear is not Gia. Nope. Gia's being a good girl. Tsunami is trying to uh, lure her into a little more active play instead of just the nuzzling and booping that they've been doing for the last few minutes. Gia barks at home but doesn't bark at school. It's just like she just knows. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they know this is a different environment. Mm-hmm. These are the rules here. They're smart. It also highlights dogs are individuals. Mm-hmm. Don't just assume that you're going to get this from a particular breed or this from a shelter dog or a stray or an owner surrender. Meet the dog and see if it's a fit, whether you're getting a service dog, therapy dog, or just a companion that's found their forever home. It needs to be a fit so that it doesn't stress you out trying to make it a fit. Mm -hmm. And it's obvious watching you and Gia that you're a fit, you're compatible Have you traveled much with Gia? 
No, I haven't. I've had some trips, and she stayed with my mom and my dad, or I had a friend that stayed and house sat and dog sat, and she did great with all those people. But then when I came back, she was always very excited to see me. So. Oh, yeah, you're my favorite human. Yeah. Oh, wait, I like you. And then she's my barnacle for, like, days. <laughs> Even though I'm sure whether it's someone who's house-sitting slash dog-sitting or she's staying with your parents, I'm sure she gets spoiled even more than she does with you. Oh, my goodness, yes. My parents are <laughs> terrible. I love them very much, and I'm very appreciative of all they do. However. You're spoiling my dog. Yes, but it's okay. She has put on, like, six pounds since I got her. And for reference, I'm guessing she's about, what, 42 pounds? She's 54. 54? Mm-hmm. I'm used to having pits, so I... Yes. I didn't correctly factor in the fluff. I thought there was more fluff there than there really is. Mm-mm. She just has a flurfy butt. Once again, they've left the room, but I'm sure they're being good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, probably. Has Warrior's best friend... Uh, followed up with you because i know they did visits initially Mm -hmm. so that if there are any issues just to make sure that you're comfortable and everything was working out what sort of follow-up has there been subsequent to that initial um we chatted a couple times and we talked about having them come out and then school happened and life happened and i didn't get it scheduled and so i plan to follow up with them i'm curious what feedback they're getting because you're not the only one yeah gotten a dog from mm-hmm. them in uh, sort of a non-traditional way. Because Warrior's Best Friend supplies therapy dogs, support dogs for veterans. Mm-hmm. Like straight-up assistance dogs, mm-hmm. like the, really trained ones. But then they also get these dogs that would be great in your environment, mm-hmm. but not necessarily a fit for the veteran. Right. So let's get them coached up to help out in a school. They would be a fit for that. Yeah. So it's a very different training and service that they're providing them with as part of their regular charter. So mm-hmm. I'd be curious what sort of feedback they're getting from people if everyone's experience is I'm, as wonderful as yours. I can't imagine that it's not. I, I feel like it is. I do know that I think Liberty North or Liberty High has a dog named Bear. That's their facility dog. And so I've heard great things about that dog too. And I mean, I've sent them pictures and stuff and I'm thinking about it. I guess I've texted with Bella, the um, lead trainer, quite a few times throughout the school year. It just goes so fast. And I think Gia's on their flyer now. Well, she would be perfect for the flyer. I know. She's so beautiful. beautiful. Yes, beautiful and smart. I'm sure she does not take a bad picture. No, she's so photogenic. It's like, ugh, my dog is so photogenic. (laughs) I can't stop taking pictures. Hey there, sweetie. Now that you've had a full school year with Gia, mm-hmm. any new plans, anything else you're going to try, anything you're going to do different in the year or years ahead with Gia? I think I'm just going to continue on. That's my goal, is to continue on and just keep bringing her out more and more into the building. I did keep her a lot in my room, just because the overwhelming factor and having the kids get used to her factor and her used to the building factor and... I waited like a whole semester before having her greet kids with me in the mornings. I stand at one place where all the kids have to go by me, except for like first and second grade because their classrooms are before where I stand. But all the bus riders and car riders go by. And so I had her start after Christmas 
standing and greeting kids in the mornings, and the kids just love it, and they just give her pets on the way. A great and, way to start your day. Mm-hmm. Anyone yep. who has a dog knows that's the best way to start your morning is, there's my dog. Yeah, and then she's tired for like an hour. That can be draining. Yep. As far as taking her out more, another aspect of that is you have to develop your cues with her, the way you read her. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to put her in environments that might be stressful or chaotic or new, right? to be able to read her body language, she's uncomfortable or she's nervous or she's excited or she's a little too amped up right? and be able to read that. How has that skill developed for you? I think I've gotten pretty into her moods and stuff. Yes, having a tsunami here with peaches recently passing, it's weird that I find myself using one-word commands or just nonverbal, just gestures. And I realize tsunami has no idea what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> it has no idea what this means. So what have you learned about Gia, having lived with her and worked with her for almost a year? So I've learned that she knows more things than I thought she knew. I tried to have her do sit and stay, and she's a lot better with wait. So I can tell her to wait, and she will sit and wait at the door until I say, okay, or free. And I kept trying to get her to stay, and I'd be like, stay, Gia, stay, stay. And she just kind of like, not. But then if I say wait, she'll just sit and wait for forever. She also knows high five. So I just put my hand on like high five and she'll do like a higher shake. And the kids love that one. They're like, oh my gosh. Cause they always want to know like what tricks does she do? Mm-hmm. Like, she's not a trick dog. She's a, you know, a helping yeah. dog, but not here to put on a show. No, but if I can show off a little bit, I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. If it gets the kids attention, gets them engaged. Yeah. And she just, she's just such a lover. She just loves people. Yeah, she's circled around here several times just to kind of lean on me and, and give me that little smile. Mm-hmm. So sweet. She has a very bossy nose. So she'll come up and she'll just mm-hmm. nudge your arm so hard that you're like, whoa. Like, hey, here I am. Uh-huh. I'm beautiful. Don't ignore me. Obviously, you're in love with Gia, and who wouldn't be? Mm-hmm. And Tsunami is in love with Gia. Thank you, Tsunami. <laughs> you two are so cute together. What feedback have you gotten from students and staff? Gia gets a lot of pictures drawn for her, especially for inside recess. When they are stuck inside, we get lots of love notes. And I've had kids do a lot of projects on, I think fourth grade was doing persuasive. They're trying to persuade people to buy stuff. So Mm -hmm. there were a lot of them that wanted to persuade me to buy certain toys for her and to buy Gia all these things. And so we went through and looked at their presentations that they did on their um, publishing party, I think is what they call it. And the kids were so excited about that. But I also had just the staff have just been so supportive and like so kind and like generous with helping me with Gia or just like saying kind things or coming by. And I have... One staff member who was only spending a year with us because they were an intern and then they're moving on. But he came up to me on the last day of school and he said, I just want to let you know that Gia was probably the best part of my experience here. 
And I said, are you serious? I said, Gia, I'm going to miss you most of all. Right. And he said that there were some days where he had just a ton of work to do and it was really stressful and people were maybe being a little hard on him. And he said that would bring her in the office and you'd just let her come into my office at any time. And he said, I would get to pet her and it would just turn my whole day around. And I was like, I had no idea that it meant that much to you. There's an expectation that she's going to improve the environment for the students. That's why she's there. Mm -hmm. But she can't help but also do that for staff. Oh, for sure. I have teachers that will come in and be like, okay, I have 10 minutes left in my break. I have to go to the bathroom and I have to make copies. But first I need some Gia time. Can I just sit with her for a minute? I'm like, of course. And then she comes over, licks their face, or just like collapses and lays on them and um, demands they give her tummy rubs, which is her favorite. And they just leave with a smile, and I can tell that it makes a big difference. Her presence there is not free, but to put it in economic terms, there's a great return on investment. Oh, for sure. The time you put in and also taking care of her. Mm-hmm. has to be fed, vet bills, all of that. What the school district gets in return is immeasurable. I agree. Because she is providing a service for the school district, do they cover any of the cost of her care? No, and I haven't asked for any of that. I see it as my contribution. Well, it's so generous of you, and it's easy to say, well, yeah, you get to hang out with your dog, but again... You have that responsibility, you have that liability, you have the challenge of figuring out how do I integrate this into Mm -hmm. my work day, Mm -hmm. all this responsibility of this other living creature that's on the premises that I'm bringing here. So it's not just, yay, take my dog to work day every day. Yeah, no, it's not. It's a, okay, we're going to school. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. You got to make sure you have all of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, but then that you have everything you need for Gia and that she's been taken care of and yep. walked and there's not some dog walker who's going to come by and take care of that for you. It's like she's fed and taken care of and, and she may have days where she's not feeling top of her game. Have you noticed that? Yeah. She had some stomach bug maybe in like November or December. I don't know if she got into something or if she, I don't know, but like too many kid faces. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It was kind of that germy time of the year. And she just was not feeling well and was having trouble with her stomach. And so luckily, my parents are both retired. And at that time, they didn't have tons of things to do those days. So they stayed home and babysat her for like three days because having to take her out every hour or so. Yeah, it's not going to fit your schedule. And that's something uh, anyone else who takes on a dog for, whether it's a school environment or somewhere else, think about what are the resources I have available to me? What support do I have Mm -hmm. to take care of this dog? Or is it going to detract from what I'm able to do as part of my responsibilities? Ultimately, you're paid to be a school counselor. Yes. Not a dog tender. Right. And I've had a lot of staff members that have been just really helpful. My nurse is just like the best nurse in the whole wide world. And she's a wonderful person. So it's like a two for one deal. And so I was finding that at the end of the day, I help outside with dismissal mm-hmm. with car riders. And, um, I couldn't bring her and do the duty I was supposed to do. Cause I 
type in our Google Doc. It's, it's a long, it's, it, whatever. But I was leaving her in my room, but they do a lot of announcements because they're announcing the different buses. And before every announcement, there's a big like beep. It's like beep. And then they talk. And then it's another beep. And I figured out a couple of days, she was kind of stressed by that. And it was the beginning of the year. She's still getting used to it. But my nurse, Nurse Sherry, stays in her office, you know, just in case of emergencies or whatever, mm-hmm. at dismissal. And I said, can I just have Gia come hang out with you? And she's like, yeah. So every day, and Gia got to the point where I was like, oh, are you very good, Nurse Sherry? And she would walk. Nurse Sherry, your friend? She was. <laughs> and she would trot I hope there. Nurse Sherry listens to this podcast. Oh, because Nurse Sherry, you should have seen Gia's face light up <laughs> when yes. Katie said that. Wait, what, today? Yes. I wasn't expecting Nurse Sherry today. Oh, my goodness, yes. And so she would just lead me to Nurse Sherry's office, and I'd be like, here's a dog. And so she would lay with her, and then I'd come in after dismissal, and every time Gia would pick up her toy or her bone that she hadn't played with at all or chewed on while Nurse Sherry was there and just go to town when I come in the room. She's like, every time. She never plays with any of those until you come in. She's just so enamored with Nurse Sherry. I get to hang out with my friend. I don't need my toy. And if there's ever been, like, times where I needed her to be, like, out of my room, but then also I was needed in my room for, like, a crisis or something, I always could take her over to Nurse Sherry or take her to see my social worker and just put her in her room or in my principal's room. And so, like, I just have a really good support system, and we're a really good team, us office people, so they're a blessing. If you work at a school and you think, oh, I'm a counselor who I would love to have a dog as part of this, Warrior's Best Friend is who they would need to contact. I'll put a link to that in the description. And if you consider what your environment is, is my staff going to work with me? Am I going to have the support I need to do that? If the answer is no, that's kind of a red flag about where you work. You need to talk to those people. And say, you're not as supportive as you need to be because if a dog's not going to fit here, then maybe we need to take a look in the mirror. Maybe so. Maybe Maybe we have some people here who aren't team players. Yeah. So that will be linked in the description. And Katie, thank you so much for the updates on Gia. And thank you a thousand times for bringing Gia along, letting me see her again. She's such a good girl, such a smart girl, such a beautiful girl. And has been so great with Tsunami. So that's burning some energy off of Tsunami. I'm very grateful for that. So thank you again, Katie. And thank you, thank you so much for serving the, the children and families of our community. I love doing it. I'm Phil Hatterman, and you've been listening to Dog Words, presented by Rosie Fund. Thank you to Katie Reed and Gia for joining us today. A link to Warrior's Best Friend is in the description, as well as a link to Katie and Gia's first visit to Dog Words. Next time on Dog Words, Baby Girl and her friends share the story of her patient wait for a forever home. A big thank you to alternative stream duo The Wires, featuring cellist Sasha Groshong and violinist Laurel Morgan Parks, for playing the wonderful music you've heard on today's and previous episodes of Dog Words. Supporting The Wires supports our mission. Learn more about The Wires, including their concert schedule at thewires.info and download their music on iTunes. Check out fiddlelife.com and learn to play fiddle and cello fiddle online from Laurel and Sasha, even if you've never played before. 
Join Laurel and Sasha as they explore new music and delve into the inspiration behind each work as hosts of Sound Currents on 91.9 Classical KC. Click on the Sound Currents link in the description for more information. Go to rosyfund.org to shop and get links to our social media. As always, please download, follow, rate, and share dog words. This helps us with sponsorships, then Rosie Fund can help more dogs. Send us your comments, questions, and suggestions via the contact form at rosyfund.org and let us know if you would like to be a sponsor or a guest of the Dog Words podcast. Thank you for listening to Dog Words, and remember, we save each other. Bye.